Hello, you are tuning into Uneducated Guests with Josiah. I'm your host, Josiah. I'm a senior in high school that has to do a project for a college class, but I didn't feel like looking anything up. So, here I am. Today's topic is one you all voted on and asked for, dinosaurs. <laughs> now that's not necessarily a small topic, but it's also not necessarily a large topic because they're all kind of dead. Well, that's just, I mean, we hope they're all dead. It could be like Center of the Earth, or wait, was that the movie? Journey to the Center of the Earth where they're all in like a giant pocket underground, sort of like living throughout because they've got like a fake sun and like it's just all prehistoric land that's untouched by man but that's just a whole nother scenario of topics so the end of dinosaurs is where i guess we'll start a lot of people are pretty sure that they all died from you know that meteor like that's what most scientists most historians agree on is that dinosaurs were killed by a meteor that like hurtled towards earth and just wiped out everyone or not wiped out everyone wiped out like 90 percent of the dinosaurs but then you got like i'm pretty sure chickens are related to dinosaurs like t-rexes or something because now they're trying to find like oh yeah dinosaurs had feathers they weren't like reptilian which i'm just like what wait are chickens cold-blooded i'm not oh that's that bothers me are birds cold-blooded they lay eggs so that means yeah they're cold-blooded because the only warm-blooded mammal that can lay eggs is a platypus like perry the platypus or agent p as we all know him and love him so yeah so dinosaurs had to have been cold-blooded because they were like birds and laid eggs wait a minute yeah, so why would dino why would people think dinosaurs weren't like birds? Because if they laid eggs, that would make sense. Well, I guess alligators and salamanders and that kind of stuff lay eggs, right? So maybe they could have been scaly and like well not scaly, but like leathery skin instead of actual feathers. Cause like I don't I think wouldn't feathers like be produced in like the bone layers like fossils and stuff? Well not like obviously like the soft part of the feather, but like where it sticks into the skin feathers got that like giant calcium spike on them so I feel like those would be like sticking into the fossils I mean I'd hope because it's like fingernails isn't it they can like regrow feathers and stuff like that like birds they'll regrow feathers because they preen them like themselves to clean themselves so Wait, do fingernails get... Would fingernails be stuck in fossils? Because teeth are. Teeth and fingernails are like the same thing, right? Because they're both calcium. They're both a form of bone. Fingernails are just a really fine bone. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure feathers are like bone. Because they're definitely not like hair follicles. Because hair follicles are just like different fibers and stuff. And like calcium... Not calcium. Uh, different vitamins. They're just coming through the head but people like to think they're a fashion. But hair is literally just calcium, like just, just vitamins. That's all it is with a follicle. That's what they grow from. But dinosaurs are depicted as like giant leathery, leathery, <laughs> leathery, um, I don't know what how I would describe dinosaur. 
if I was trying to, without like telling what a dinosaur is, it's like a lot of some of them. A lot of them were like biped bipedal. A lot of them, a lot of them ran on two feet, like T Rexes, Velociraptors. Actually, I'm pretty. I think those are like the like one of the only two that are actually bipedal. Then there's like the elephant dinosaur. Um, it's got three triceratops. It's got three horns. I remember that one. Velociraptors are pretty dope because it shows them in Jurassic Park, which Jurassic Park was the one of the best movies because it. I'm pretty sure it was like the first to do, like its budget was so expansive because they made such quote unquote realistic dinosaurs. They just had very realist realistic effects and stuff like that. And so it was a very big budget movie, very well done movie, which I enjoy the Jurassic Park series. Even now, like the new ones like Jurassic World, Jurassic Fallen Kingdom, they're still I still enjoy them a lot. Even though like the Jurassic Park, the first one was obviously a really good movie and it was very revolutionary for that time period early 2000s <laughs> it just changed how we do movies and stuff like that but dinosaurs are just really interesting because we don't know a lot about them and that what we do know about them can be completely changed because like the way we find fossils and stuff scientists kind of just guess where they go like some i forgot i, I think i saw an article on it so, uh, they thought there was a new dinosaur Right, but they just mixed up the bones of like two different kinds of dinosaurs, and I'm just like, "Are you serious? That's just absolutely ridiculous." I mean, it obviously makes sense that they can do that, and it's like not terrible that they did that because it it's like it's like uh, evolution, right? They're trying to find the pieces. But some of the pieces are missing, like the missing link. So, like, you, you're going to miss a bone or two. Like, I think there was one dinosaur they just recently found, like, almost completely intact, which was, like, super surprising because apparently when fossils decay or some not, like, when fossils are made, not the entire skeleton or something was made, or maybe they just break things. Oh, that, that makes me think of Egypt, like, mummies and stuff. Like, those are really cool tombs. But they can find the same stuff with like dinosaurs. You can find like their nests and eggs and stuff, like fossilized dinosaur eggs. That's kind of cool. I mean, that's how Jurassic Park started. They found fossilized dinosaur eggs or something and made like dinosaur babies. That's actually really, it's kind of messed up. It's like people, when they try to bring back the dodo bird, it's basically the same thing with dinosaurs. So that's kind of happening in real life right now, except, you know, on a little smaller scale. We're like basically making clones of animals that have gone extinct to bring them back. I mean, Jurassic Park is, did the same thing, except they're doing dinosaurs instead of like, you know, dodo birds. But I think dodo birds went extinct for a reason. They seem kind of dumb on Phineas and Ferb, but they're giant. Like, think about it. A dodo would be the size of like an emu, right? Emus are just lar like small ostriches, or are they the same size as ostriches? Emus are just like basically emus are emo birds they're just all black and gray and just dreary and they're also extremely vicious like they will attack you to death and they're like pack dogs except they're birds so think about like a pack of wolves right except they got beaks and they hiss emus are just black geese holy crap 
Emus are just angry little geese birds, except they're larger than geese. So are emus really the worst bird? Because geese are pretty... Geese are awful. I hate geese. I hope you all hate geese, too. Geese are like the worst animal in existence. Except honey badgers, but you don't want to talk crap about honey badgers, because honey badgers are horrifying. Like, you ever seen a honey badger? It's like got like the claws the size of a sloth. Sloth claws are like super like long and sharp, but they don't really use them because they're kind of lazy. Honey badgers just don't care. Honey badgers will kill anything and fight anything. Honey badgers are like geese of badger. I'm actually not sure what other badgers there are besides honey badgers. I think there's probably woodland badgers. That sounds right. Maybe there's some jelly badgers, some jam badgers, <laughs> some grape badgers. Oh, I'm, I'm really bad. I, I don't like those puns. It's terrible. But I think if dinosaurs, like, so people, right, the um, talk about Adam and Eve, the, like, humans rode with dinosaurs is absolutely ridiculous. It is impossible for humans to have been alive when dinosaurs were alive simply for the fact that fossil records prove that that didn't happen. You would have found human bones and dinosaur bones in the same like if humans were riding dinosaurs you would have seen it in the fossil records humans would have died on the same level as fossils for dinosaurs and i think i think it's possible that dinosaurs could actually still exist like you know how people have found like cavemen and like mammoths and like icial glaciers ice yeah, I think they could be frozen in, like, an Ice Age-type situation where they're just, like, in glaciers. And probably global warming's gonna unlock a vent to, like, a new world. Like, um, what's that one movie called? Nazis in the Center of the Earth or something like that? Like, there was basically Nazis at the center of the Earth. I, I was watching that movie. Not, not recently. I mean, it was sort of recent. It was last year, so, like, two months, two, three months ago. But I had to stop after Robot Hitler came out. I was in tears. That was so terrible. And not like terrible isn't bad, but like ter I mean, it was pretty terribly made movie. I mean, it's, it's, it's a cult classic, which I thought it meant it was like good. But that just means old, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, I was watching that movie and they just discovered the the Nazis hideout because they were looking for like two lost people or something on their team and they decided to go into like Antarctic Glacier and just drop down 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 until they got to the center of the earth where there was prehistoric everything and there was like a Nazi base which I mean makes sense I mean I wouldn't doubt there's still probably like Nazi moon base like on that one movie I can't remember what it was called, but there was like a Nazi moon base still. They can they didn't realize Hitler was dead and everything and that they had lost the war. So there was just Nazis doing something on the moon. They ended up turning a black astronaut white though, which is really bad. They used like their I can't remember what it's called. They had like a certain technique. They were they turned the skin like white and they brainwashed people. Oh, Nazis did some messed up experiments, but that's why you gotta love them. They, um, um, whoa, did I seriously just say that? Oh, uh, I meant like they did a lot of scientific advancements. That's what I meant. I don't mean like I, I'm, I support Nazis, but like they did do a lot for science. Like they made the first active missiles. They did a lot of top secret Nazi projects where they um, 
were trying to invent death rays of some certain kinds. They were doing a lot with like human um, genetics and like advancements, trying to make super soldiers and stuff like that. It's really interesting once you get into that stuff. But I feel like we could find dinosaurs that way that are just like hidden like Nazis in the center of the earth. I feel like that would make sense. Because, like, think about it. I feel like, so, small dinosaurs survived the explosion, right? And there was another article, I read the title of it, it was like, Litter if scientists believe if the meteor had struck anywhere else in the world, the dinosaurs would have survived. And I'm like, that's kind of odd. But I'm going to look all this up later, because I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> but basically, I feel as if dinosaurs could still be living... Because supposedly only small dinosaurs lived and reproduced and turned into the creatures we know today as like ducks and like stuff. Holy crap, geese are just tiny dinosaurs. Geese are literally velociraptors. They're kind of rude and like cult mentality, herd mentality, cult mentality. Same difference. They just attack in packs of people. It's awful. I really hate geese. But I feel like larger dinosaurs, like smarter ones, like since their brain was like a lot bigger, they probably hid somewhere and didn't let the explosion kill them. So they could probably still be reproducing like deep underground or something like that. So that'd be really interesting, really cool thing to find out about. Well, that's all I have for this time. I'm going to go do some research and elevator music, go. I'm back after doing some research on dinosaurs and it was interesting because as you know I just decided to go down rabbit holes and go to and start theorizing on things so the first thing is obviously uh, what I mentioned is about dinosaurs being feathered now this is really interesting. Since 1983, hundreds of such fossils, most of them from China, have reinforced the idea of warm-blooded, active, feathered dino dinos, as that's quoted. Many are as detailed in their perfect reproduction of feathers as the iconic Archaeopteryx. The new fossils have provided clues for interpreting older fossils, too. We can now see where complex feathers attached or inserted on the arm bones of theropods, the carnivorous bipedal dinosaurs that include T-Rex and the Velociraptors. Still other fossils with feathers have been found in Mongolia. <laughs> now I honestly don't approve like agree with any of that because it makes absolutely no sense. So it's supposedly that uh, scientists have just been uh, putting out that dinosaurs have feathers even though they've had proof but that would make no sense why would they feel the need to cover it up so I don't believe that all dinosaurs like I was saying had feathers or warm-blooded because it makes no sense for the scientists before them to lie about it it's just completely ridiculous now uh, the first the person that was Indiana Jones was molded off of discovered the first dinosaur eggs ever found he also found the bones of a strange bird-like creature taller than a man, which he named Oviraptor, the egg thief. 
Oviraptor and its relatives had become stars in the new dinosaur menagerie, ranging in size from smaller than a human to 10 feet tall. They were among the most bird-like dino fossils. They had toothless beaks and wings with clawed hands. Too small to fly, but enough to span to cover their eggs when on the nest. They were not stealing the eggs, but sheltering them from sudden dust storms. Some had fans of, of feathers at the end of their tails, which we now know were marked in bold patterns that might have been used in courtship rituals. Some early observers thought Oviraptor was bird-like, but the sluggish lizard paradigm about dinosaurs was so established that physical evidence such as feather insertion points were overlooked for years. See, that makes absolutely no sense. Why would people theorize that just throw this stuff out the windows? Because it makes it just makes absolutely no sense. And I, it just bothers me. But most people know th about the theory that a giant asteroid contributed to killing off the dinosaurs some 66 million years ago. Right, that's what most people think. They're like, well, most people theorize that killed off uh, most of the dinosaurs, like not like a lot of them. But actually, a new study uh, pr proved that there was a mass extinction before that. Uh, let me look for the date here. Two hundred and fifty-two point two million years before that, the Primo-Jurassic mass extinction wiped out up to 70% of all land animals and 96% of all marine species during what was, for most, a bleak time. It's believed that the die-off began after volcanic activity released massive amounts of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases into the atmosphere, according to paleontologist Martin Ezcura. See, this is another thing I think. That humans take too much credit for um, mass extinctions like killing off certain species but it happens in nature so constantly it wiped out 70% 70% of all land animals and 90% of all ocean dwelling animals do you know how massive how ridiculous of a number that is and there were no humans around yet so obviously we can't take the credit for that and I just think uh, we, we shouldn't be taking the credit for so much like global warming and stuff like that that's unpreventable if there's going to be a mass extinction there is going it's going to happen nature we we can play a part in it yes but it will happen whether we want it to or not and there's no stopping it these produced a breakdown of the ocean atmosphere equilibrium leading to oceanic anoxia basically the deficiency of oxygen and rapid climate change See, that's still happening today, except it's at a much slower, a much, a much more, a much more decreased pace than it did then. Otherwise, you know, we'd all be kind of dead. Among the most recent finds is that dinosaurs were capable of digging into the ground for shelter. Burrows found in Australia and Montana show that some small herbivorous dinosaurs dug out cozy little resting places in the cool earth. Now. But the, uh, so I think this happened because dinosaurs, it said the distinctive trace fossils found so far are Cretaceous in age. Over a hundred million years after the first dinosaurs evolved, that's why a new plus one paper by paleontologist Karina Columba caught my eye. The, oh, this is a direct quote, by the way. In the Jurassic Rock by Argentina's Ischiglasta Basin. Columbia and co-authors report there are large diameter burrows created by 
vertebrates lived approximately 230 million years ago. Archaic dinosaurs such as Eurorapter and Herasaurus roamed these habitats. Could dinosaurs be responsible for the burrows? Um, so that's um, so it said it happened uh, 230 million years ago. Well, the first extinction, uh, the first mass extinction anyway, that uh, caused uh, extreme climate change happened 252.2 million years ago. So I believe dinosaurs started burrowing because they knew that the world was going to end, that it was going to collapse, and they started going the instinctive. They started uh, wanting to self-preserve, so they started digging underground to get away from the expl like the destruction. I feel like dinosaurs knew the asteroid was going to come. I feel like they started burrowing underground, and this actually gets into another thing. So the American project Mohol, stationed off the Pacific coast of Mexico, was cut short in 1966 due to lack of funding, but set an important precedent for future offshore drilling programs. And now this is where it gets interesting. The Soviets, thanks to the planning of the Interdepartmental Scientific Council for the study of the Earth's interior and super deep drilling, had greater success from 1970 to 1994. Oh, I'm not. Uh, you guys probably don't know this, but I'm really interested in uh, Nazis, uh, their uh, projects, and uh, Soviets and like uh, USSR, basically time era like cold war projects and stuff like that really interest me and this was a project during um when the ussr still exists uh it was called the cola peninsula uh the super drill basically and it chipped slowly away to create an earth-shattering record at the time the deepest hole in the world which it still is and basically they uh okay so my, this is why I bring all this up that dinosaurs were burrowing and that the Cole Peninsula drill. The so this is a direct quote from uh, Rodney Clough, author of World Top Secret: Our Earth Is Hollow. My conception of the hollow Earth, based on my research, is that the shell of the Earth is about 800 miles thick, from the outside to the inner surface. He went even further in our phone conversation. Half the planet is taken up by surface weight. And then there's empty space. And then something else suspended in the center of that hollow is an interior sun that it is divided by day and night sides, he says. The other parts of the hollow earth theory is that near the north and south pole are substantial openings that lead into the interior. Now, this is a very plausible, very uh, worth worthwhile uh, thing to look up. It's actually really interesting, and I sort of agree with it. But... All we've done, so as far as we've done, in actuality, the Cola super deep, super deep borehole consists of several holes branching from one central hole. The deepest hole is called S seg SG Segment 3, and though just 9 inches in diameter, like the width of the drill, it extends down a set daggering 7.5 miles. That's roughly a third of the way through the Baltic continental crust. Now, this goes into my theories of if, the, if uh, we do have a hollow earth, and it's truly 800 miles thick. We haven't even gotten near it. We the farthest we've dug is 7.5 miles. I think I just read. Yeah, 7.5 miles out of 800 miles. So we st would still have 792.5 miles to dig till we actually reach the hollow or 
yeah, that's right. To uh, till we actually reach the Hollow Earth center, and that's like really interesting to think about, because if there is a Hollow Earth, we haven't even began to go into it. So there's no way they could disprove that theory, because there's no way they would ha not have proof that it doesn't exist. And if dinosaurs truly did start burrowing after the first extinction, they could have ended up burrowing into the hollow earth, and it's a prehistoric landscape, a prehistoric um, sanctuary for all these prehistoric uh, dinosaurs and Cretaceous period plants and animals. And maybe that first mass extinction didn't really wipe out 70% of land animals and 90% of water animal or ocean dwelling animals. Maybe they all went underground into us into the other world. Like um, Journey to the Center of the Earth covers that. So does Nazis in the Center of the Earth. Both of them share the Hollow Earth theory in those movies, and it depicts it. But maybe that's what really happened. Maybe all these animals decided that for survival they should burrow underground, and maybe that's what happened. And we only found recent burrowings. Because all the others just disappeared. We don't know what happened to them. Maybe they went through the holes in the North and South Poles and went underground and disappeared. I feel like we could do a lot of research into that. But this is all the time I have for today. Now, the links I got these from is allaboutbirds.org. Uh, that's basically about the dinosaurs with feathers. History.com. I use that for the dinosaurs thriving after the thriving after the first mass extinction smithsonianmag.com uh, I use that for the early dinosaurs burrowing Atlas Obscura I use this for two links I used it for the hollow earth uh, theory uh, with those quotes from uh, the uh, person I mentioned earlier um, I can't find it now because I need uh, Rodney Clough and I used it for the uh, information on the cola super deep borehole so that's all the time i have for today i will see you guys next time and have a good uh weekend good day good night whenever you're listening to this uh what the heck i will see you guys uh next time uh bye